Welcome back. Today, another big topic. Mastery. What does it take to become really good at something? Or how to be successful at anything, basically. And the process I'm going to show you is applicable, I think, to anything. It can be sport, it can be business, it can be any skill. You, if you follow these principles, this process, you will come up on top, period. And the fact that you know where you are going will give you an edge against your competitor. Because in our day and age, in our current modern world, competition is high, it's heavy. And so you cannot afford to waste time if you want to win, of course. So, really big topic, but I got you covered. So, let's dive right into it. So, the process of mastery have basically three big phases. The first one is going to be the discovery phase. The second one is going to be automation and repetition. The, and the last one will be focus and intensity, where you remove distraction to be efficient. So, the first step, the discovery phase. We are basically, uh, if we are talking about business, this is where you are discovering what is your manual process, what you are doing, you and so on. So the discovery phase, is, it's really what it means. It's about learning and building experience. And so this is the part where actually we can get lost a lot because when you start there is just too much things to learn and and so that's easy to just lay around and so on and and just really not moving forward as easy as uh, as you can so having a, a clear process might help you to get through this phase quicker so let's let's uh, dive into this process so the first thing that you need to ask yourself it does it matter does it actually matter is the grand in the grand scheme of things what what the things that you are trying to master or to build and so on does it matter objectively not for you but in general does it matter Will it bring you bring anything in your life? Will it uh, simplify uh, in the way you operate? Is it going to be something that uh, will bring value to the world? We can see it like that. In, in some ways, uh, I, I mean, if you are trying to master or, uh, and become a, a sport athlete, yeah, you can say it matters in the grand scheme of things because there is a demand for it. The competition is extremely high, but yeah, there is demand. And, and this is also to understand why. What is this demand? 
yeah. what does it matter in the grand scheme of things because this is entertainment when you are a sport athlete you are here to entertain people nothing else and sometimes i think this is something that can be overlooked but this is important to be aware of it next does it matter to you okay this is something important this is something that we that will bring value to the world and so on but does it fucking matters to you because the work required that we are going to talk about is so huge that you better have a very strong why a very strong purpose why are you why do you want to do that and why does it matter to you the first two things are really a, the stepping stone that you need to be aware of because if those layers are um, the, the fact that does it matter in the grand scheme of things and does it matters to you if this is not solid your chances your chances of success will be extremely low so make sure those two are rock solid does it matter in the grand scheme of things and does it matter to you then you have established that okay it matters to me i'm ready to do whatever it takes to get this true i will never give up this is a level of commitment that you need to accept that you need to go to have in your mind i will never give up and i will put as much work as necessary to get it done this is the level of commitment we are talking about then okay you're ready you're ready to go so let's get it next collecting data and information the first thing of course you are starting you know nothing and you need to accept that put aside your ego put aside everything you think you know and start from scratch you know nothing so let's figure let's collect as much information as possible let's learn anything that there is to learn about those subjects let's let's discovering any bit of information that exists out there everything nothing should be left apart and it, it comes back to the thing I, I told earlier is without this process you can go and uh, learning a bit of things and moving on and then coming back to no if you are efficient you first spend as much time as necessary to collect all the information everything then you organize those information you are building categories you are making sure that you are not forgetting everything you are also putting in place strategy to make sure any new information that 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 is happening you are aware of them you you want to become so immersed in the field that you are uh, looking for uh, building a master young that you know basically everything every bit of information to the point where any information that you new new information that you take in you might say ah this is something i already know but you are still looking for new you are still looking for me 
So you organize, you build your category. Okay, this is this is about this, this is about that, this is about this, 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 this. To the point where you, 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 every bit of information that you're taking, you know where to place it, you know where, you know if you already know it or not, and so on. Then, as you organize this information, as you build a deep knowledge of it, and also, I, I wanted to say, build and collect information when, because this can be applied to business, but when it comes to sport and, and mastery, this is about building experience. You are practicing, you are just testing, experimenting to learn, to, to discover things and so on. So there is a knowledge part of the sport you're, you're doing, but there is also the, the experience, the, the, the sensation and so on that uh, you're accumulating. And this is really important. The collect information is both uh, on the intellectual level, but also on a physical level. Basically, what we do, with these two steps, uh, collecting and organizing the information, is filling our neural system with all information. And so our neural system is either our brain or our body. So we want to build experience, we want to build knowledge, and so on. So the next step will come naturally after the first two, which is understanding the underlying patterns, the connections. You will see, okay, I'm collecting this data, this data, this data, and so on. Oh, but, but you know what? This data and this data might connect in, uh, with this data and so on. So you are basically, you are slowly but surely putting things together, co connecting the dots here and there. And this is a more natural and gradual process that, uh, that if you have uh, followed the first two steps, you will move on to, to that. And if you collect more and more data, more and more new data, those patterns will become more and more obvious as you go on. And so as, as, this, as this go, you will start building a deep, true understanding of the field. A very, yes, you will basically connect everything together and, and have your big picture, your, your paths. Your paths will start being clear and, and so on, and you will know what to do. Things be, you will organize this information and, and you will know on an intuitive level, okay, this is this path. I need to take to get to where I want to go. And so once you reach this point, and, and, and uh, that, that doesn't mean until there you have not started practicing, uh, if, if we are talking about uh, mastery in terms of, uh, of uh, skill and so on, you, you are already practicing to build experience and, and so on. But the next step is to find what is going to work for you. Okay, you know the past. You know what is your goal, what you are willing, what you want to reach in the end. So now, now that you know what you are looking for, you need to find what's worked for you in order to get there. So this will take practice as you are experimenting and building more experience and so on. You will you will figure it out. You will test, okay, this works, this doesn't work, this works, this doesn't work, I'm feeling good with that, I'm not feeling good with that, and so on, and so on. <laughs> but then, having something that objectively works, but that's not statistically reliable, 
uh, we, basically the next step is going to find a way that work for you but also that is sustainable over the long term that that is good enough when you are on your bad day that is that not perfect but it works almost every time yeah you see the, the difference prior we want to find something that works for you and if we want something that is perfect fine we can go and look for something perfect but when you reach this point then it's about making you work when you are not at your best self when you're uh, yes this is uh, displaying the statistics basic uh, i'm going to take my exam uh, one of my examples for for golf because uh, this is uh, what i'm uh, the most uh, invested in so let's say objectively speaking if you are able to hit the ball dead straight you should be fine but so if you find a technique that allow you to or not even dead straight but allow you to put the ball where you want so if you find your, your thing and you are able to do it but the way you find it the, the, the way you are doing it make it that when you miss you miss big time not just one or two percent of where you wanted to put it but 10 20 or 50 percent in terms of dispersion so uh, that that's not, this is not something that works in terms of statistics because on the golf course it will fuck with you and that, that, that's what i'm talking when i'm talking about statistics basically if you have this range of um, let's say uh, one to five percent of the distance you are you're eating you're almost never able to eat it perfectly where you want but the ball always get into this range you 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 understand the difference so so, so it, it, it can be this is not about perfection this is about probability how often am i able to get into a good enough range and the, the idea is most of the time uh, and so this can be also apply, uh, applicable to business where you have the 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 80 20 principle the pareto principle where you will focus basically you think you you find what works for you you have your business you 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 are able to to have customer and so on and so on but maybe maybe there is only 20 percent of what you are doing that actually make a big difference and the 80 percent that is left doesn't really matter right? so if you focus your effort on this 20 percent you play the statistics you will get better results so this is one example between a lot of that that we can see but yeah does it work all the time that does it is is it so simple that it can be repeated or or done by anyone so for you it's for you if you are practicing to master a skill is is it simple enough so i can repeat it all the time even when i'm i'm not in my best uh, performance ability and if it's in your business for your customers and so on does my product my services is so simple and easy to use that even someone that is tired that just don't 
don't want to think that the child will be able to do it. So this is it. So okay, now we reach this point. We finish the discovery phase. Yes, that was only the discovery phase, but the discovery phase is actually the one that requires the most work because mastery is an exponential process. It takes 90% of the time to go from 0% to 1% and only 10% of the time to go to from 1% to 100, basically. Um, so th this is this part. The 90% that, that just seems uh, never never to finish that there is always something new to learn something new to implement something new to do something and so on so so this is a the part that is very frustrating and generally where most people are giving up and the sad part is generally they are giving up just before they are start they are reaching the tipping point and so you need to push through that you need to wait you need to be patient and generally speaking it will it will take between five to ten years to read the phase two. So be patient. Be patient. Phase two. Let's automate things. Let's make things more enfin, stable, fixing and focus on long-term growth. Because in phase one we have built our process. We have built our if I'm talking about the business side first, we have built our manual process. We are doing things. But now we need to scale. We need to go beyond what we are doing. Uh, so to do that, we need to automate. We need to stabilize what we are doing and build script, build process that automate most of the jobs so we can scale and get bigger. Then on the more... Uh, skill building side on the more um, performance mastery side this is the same thing once you have figured out what works and what techniques you use what what you you need to do and so on you need to stabilize fixing and fix things and you do by, by automating uh, by, by doing repetition sorry uh, I'm not seeing myself the idea here is to stabilizing and fixing in order to strengthen your neural your, your neurological connection and and improve your skill as you go so you want to repeat the same thing over and over and over and over in 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 the in the tao they are talking about the the power of non action where in the first phase, we wanted to test. We wanted to try everything. We wanted to think about how to do things better and so on. Here, we don't. Here, we are moving on. We have found what works and what doesn't. And now, we are stabilizing and we are repeating. And over and over and over and over. And this is the, the point where it's very difficult. Because you, you will hear sometimes pro athletes and so on that uh, says that the most value, uh, that, that the, the most uh, value thing that someone can have, the, the most, uh, sorry, 
the best mindset that uh, somebody can have to master something is how he, he deal with boredom. And at this point, things will get boring. Yes, because you're just repeating and repeating. So you need to find enjoyment in the process of repeating, enjoyment in the process of feeling that you are getting more comfortable, that you are owning more your stuff and so on, that you are building confidence. So, so it, it depends. So, some people will find this phase more interesting, more fulfilling than the first phase. Uh, generally, this is people that like doing the same thing over and over. So those kind of people need to be focusing uh, to, to pay more attention on the first page because they will they are at risk to fucking things up because they are not collecting enough information and, and understanding things uh, as a world. But on the other side, the ones that are more easier, that, that uh, are more comfortable with the phase one, will struggle at the phase two because they will need to stabilize themselves. They will need to focus and just repeat over and over the same thing to build this, uh, those, those neural connections and so on. And, but we are not starting from scratch. We, we already have built our experience. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm continuing on the, on the mastery process of skill, basically, for now. Uh, we, we already have built some experience, some, some practice and so on. And so there is this idea of 10,000 hours. And, and 10,000 hours, in my experience, I, I truly thought initially that I can uh, go around it, find a way to, to make it faster, but no, no, no. And the reason is, is 10,000 hours is the time required for you to build strong and reliable neural patterns uh, in your brain and in your body. And, and this simply takes time. So the only way to go faster is only to stabilize early on and repeating the same thing over and over. But I'm going to talk about something later, which is a trade-off between going fast on the first phase to stabilize quicker uh, and doing the opposite, to taking a lot more time on the first phase but so you, you will also have uh, to spend more. Uh, yeah. you, you will then have the repetition parts that will take a bit longer, of course. But this is a trade-off that is complicated. But I'm, I'm going to talk about later. You, you will see what, what I'm talking about. So yes, repetition, automation. In the business side, it's going to be about scaling. It's, it can be also about skills because you have some skill with your business and so on. And so you will become better at what you do. And so you will deliver better services, better consumer experience and so on. And on the sports side, it's going to be building reliable uh, neural pattern, building confidence, being comfortable with what you do and, uh, and really moving forward. Then, phase three. Focus and intensity. Now, basically, sorry, but now you've trained to the point where everything has become natural. This is a second nature for you. Uh, on, on the 
on the, on, on, so, so I'm going to talk about first the, the mastery skills part and then the business side. So you have trained to the point where things have become natural. You're, you don't even have to think about them to actually doing them. You're just doing it um, the same as, uh, as working, as uh, breathing. This is just, you are just doing it. Things has become like this. And so this is about learning how to enter in a flow state and staying in it. Because the very, the trap of having this natural motion, uh, that having everything has become natural for you, is to lose focus, is to just stop losing this intensity that that you were before requiring because you weren't confident or you you were struggling and now that things become natural you you the, the risk is to lose your focus especially if you repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat at some point you can lose your focus and get distracted and so on and have a less purposeful uh, practice and that's the mistake. Uh, this is not a mistake. In the first place, in the, in the phase two, this is what you want. You want to get there. But then if you want to reach the next level and develop really the winner's mindset, you need to enter into this uh, part where you will build a maximum amount of intensity when it matters. And so this is really almost you will hear it in, in the Japan culture and so on. This is a part where you are almost doing meditation when you are practicing. You are focusing on your breathing, on your process, on what you are doing when you are doing it. You are completely forgetting about yourself, your ego, everything else that is outside. You are just focused on what is going on when it's going on. There is no separation between your mind and your action, and you are executing with ultimate precision. And this requires a lot of training on this intensity. This you put yourself, relax, then you enter into the field with maximum intensity. You enter into the field and the game is on. You are not the person you were five seconds ago. You are now a completely different person with an inhuman focus and intensity that is only focused on winning. And that can only be done through practice. You need to practice this mindset. You need to practice this focus and this intensity. A good example that I, I like to talk about is Rafael Nadal at Roland Garros, which has really this focus, light. And but you can take any athlete that has become a legend at its sport. Every one of them, it, it could be basketball, uh, it could be uh, golf with Tiger Woods, and so on. Each of those men has reached a point of ultimate focus and intensity in their game when they are playing in the field. So yeah, focus and intensity 
you remove distraction and you are here right here right now executing and winning and on the business side this is the same you want so you are automating you are you are making sure everything is running smoothly and so on that your process is stabilized but if you are just laying there your computation will take over at some point you need to be focused you need to increase your intensity your efficiency you, you need to remove distraction and so on you may need to make sure your process get better and better and more impactful for your customers and more impactful in terms of speed of delivery and so on this, this is an ongoing process of repeatedly identifying the sticking point and making sure the customer experience get better and better and that your process of executing your strategy become more efficient and more intense in terms of impact you have a strategy how do you execute it how what is the intensity and the impact at which you are able to execute it yes so this is also this process automation repetition is good but now you need to go beyond that you need to remove distraction build this winner's mindset constantly uh, studying what is what is working what is not working how you can make things better and so on so it is an ongoing process of improvement and uh, and yeah improvement and uh, efficiency and on, on this stage this is really about the 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 kaizen way basically the one small step make all the difference because you will reach a point where okay you have automated everything you everything is is so well optimized and so on so there will be no obvious things actually to improve and that's why you will need to improve very subtle things that maybe nobody is is is, is paying attention of, but when you add those little things one after another one after another one after another they will make the big difference one person 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 how can you improve one person per year and so on so yes and uh, and this can actually be applied also to uh, to pro athletes that have reached their top level where you have your start at the beginning of your year the goal is to be five to ten percent better at the end of the year or even less than that actually is because the goal is just to get better to because there is something that you really need to understand you either get better or get worse this is almost impossible to stay where you are so you always need even though this is difficult you always need to be looking for a little bit better a little bit better all the time a little bit better a little bit better and you come down to focus and intensity even though this is a business your ability to perform within this business will require focus and intensity and so you need to train and you need to to execute so yes i got those three phases uh, but on how you go about doing them because we cannot see that maybe we need to do a bit of discovery uh, either you are doing step one step two step three in order basic 
or you can do a mix of a little bit of Zen and so on. But that's really difficult because this is the trade-off that I was talking about earlier about short-term path and long-term path. Where if you took the short-term path, you basically by spending less time on the phase one and uh, going on to phase two and maybe sometimes going back to phase one and so on, maybe maybe by doing that you will be able to stabilize quicker your your performance and enfin, your your system your technique and so on and start perform but the issue with that is that you will not be able to reach your full potential and on the other end if you are taking the time to to actually go as deep as possible on phase one once you reach the phase two and really automate repeat build neural connection and so on things will go smoothly and every step you will make forward will be a strong step and you will reach your full potential this is really basically you can think about the long-term pass as this exponential curve i was talking about where you will spend 90 percent of the time just reaching the one percent but when you do reach this one percent, these things will just explode and you will reach your full potential. And the short term path is a more linear path. But the issue is you will struggle to reach your full potential. You, you will basically move faster. And even though even I think you can go uh, logarithmic, which is you will move if you spend very little time on the phase one and, and go directly on phase two, just doing the same thing over and over and stabilizing, you will quickly perform and reach a plateau that you will almost never get out. So that's complicated. And so there is the middle part. So not exponential, not logarithmic either. Uh, but so the exponential logarithmic will cross at some point where you will reach your full potential and you won't. So there is the linear path the path that I think uh, I'm pro uh, long-term uh, thinking. So I, I, for myself, I choose a long-term path and uh, it took me 10 years and I'm, I'm reaching, I'm approaching this one person. I think I'm, I'm right at it. So, but it took me 10 years to get there and uh, a lot of struggles, some burnout along the way. So with now the experience that I have, I think there is linear way that can also bring you a lot of benefit and also allow you to reach your full potential, maybe later than the exponential way, but at least you get results, you get positive feedback from your work. And this is basically the trade-off, the, the ability to find the sweet spot between those two. And so there is two ways to go about this, um, this linear way. The first one will be about the baby step. And uh, I got actually the inspiration from uh, an anime. And if you, you can go watch it. This is an anime about tennis where um, you see someone take it one little step after another to master his craft. And actually, I think it's pretty damn well done and uh, well explained. And he, so you are learning. 
the, the idea of the baby step is you're making little cycle and cycle where you're doing phase one, you're learning something, then you, you go on to phase two to, to master to master this thing, repeating and so on. The, then you come back to phase one to learn a new thing and then you move on to master it and so on. So you are repeatedly learning something, mastering it, learning something, mastering it, learning something, mastering it. So, and so you are building progressively everything as you go that that might be a good idea a good uh, a good way to go about it um, yeah i i think and uh, but that requires still to have a really good understanding and uh, and i think this will be difficult to be uh, to do it alone you you the uh, the advantage of the exponential way is you can do it alone because you will spend a lot of time learning and understanding things. And so you will be able to by yourself know what to do. Where the linear way, you will need help. You will need mentors and so on. Uh, yeah, so, so the baby step. Then you have the, uh, actually, uh, the, what I call the mastery by strategy. So the idea is you establish a strategy and practice until you get a very deep understanding of it. Yes. And actually, I got this idea from, from a game, Trackmania. So this is, a, um, this is a, a game where you are racing, basically. And fucking basically. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you are racing. So in a race, you have different ways to go about the race. Some corner and so on, a way to accelerate, to uh, brakes and so on. So you, you can do it in different ways. And the more experienced you are, the more you know which strategy uh, is good. But in order to perform, you need to stick with one strategy and actually own it. Really own it and mastering it. And so the idea of mastering by strategy is uh, let's take the example of a, a race. You take just whatever strategy comes first to your mind. This is in random initialization. You just try. Then you try to become really good at it. You, you just try to get your 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 PB, your personal best uh, time, as low as possible with this exact strategy and nothing else. Then once you reach your PV and, and you are not able to improve it, then you will think about, okay, so this is what I'm doing exactly. Maybe let's try to improve things uh, one parameter at a time. So, so in any field, in anything that you are doing and learning, you have basically a million parameters, parameters that are in play. So the idea of mastery by strategy is you establish a first random strategy, whatever it is, then you will uh, tweak one parameter after another. And so you have mastered this first strategy. Then you say, okay, I think this parameter is probably the most obvious that I can use to improve my time uh, to get a better strategy. So you tweak it 
and then you practice until you master with this new strategy uh, and so on and you will do it over and over and over always looking for the next parameter that will bring you the most benefit in terms of improvement and i think that's a, a fair a fair enough uh, way to go about it probably really efficient but as i said here also you will need probably a mentor someone to get help guide you with more experience than you that will be able to tell you which parameter which parameters to to focus on and improve so that's that's why it's a bit complicated but i guess yeah if you find your way in a, in a situation where you can have those mentors having this linear way uh, will be interesting unfortunately unfortunately for me i did not have those mentors or i had people but what they were saying to me just didn't make sense and so I, I need it for me to figure out things by myself this is something I, I can't help it this is my personality i want to figure out things uh, by myself understanding them on the deepest level so so when when i understand understood that i just figured out okay i give up i just go all in with my innate way of doing things and since i've done that first of all it's a lot better in terms of mental health I'm just worrying a lot less because I'm accepting really who I am. And you should do the same. And I start getting tremendous results because I'm going on one strategy, focusing on one way of doing things. And I think that another point that is very important, being able to understand yourself, being able to know what are your strengths and weaknesses. Also in terms of what do you like to do, what do you don't like, because going against your natural tendencies will slow you down, will make, will prevent you from moving forward as fast as you can. And as I said earlier, in uh, our modern world, the competition is so high that you cannot afford to lose time. I think that's, that's uh, understandable understandable so last point but not least about this whole mastery process and that that's why this trade-off is even though it's balanced between the, the short term and long the long the long term and short term even though those trade-off uh, those two strategies the baby step and mastery by strategy even though it balances out the, the performance and uh, okay, you may you, you may reach a good level in the future, you are taking some very big risk. And this is this idea of house of cards. Because the performance and mastery can only grow when the foundation are stable and stop changing. Which is basically... Uh, oh, fuck! <laughs> Sorry for this... I need to stop saying basically. Uh, I realize I'm doing it all the time. This is just <laughs> driving me insane. <laughs> so, <laughs> between the first step and the next step, and the second step, which we talked about earlier, we are stabilizing things. We have built our house of cards, and we are now putting 
one card on top of another on this foundation. And this is really what this is about. Because if you start changing things, and this is why the baby steps and the mastery by strategy is very, it can bring you the most benefit in terms of reward, short on terms of reward and performance because you are going up linearly instead of exponentially with having no result for 90% of the time. You are having results. This is good for your mental health and so on, but this is also very dangerous because if you tweak the wrong parameter, if you remove the wrong card at the wrong moment, everything can collapse. And if you are into sport and so on, you probably have already seen some athlete or talented young individuals that were just crushing it, that we thought, oh, that's a net legend, that uh, they will win everything and so on, but they didn't. And why? Because they have removed the wrong card. And some of them make it, uh, didn't remove the worst card, so they are able to come back from it. And some just never came back from it. So, if you change something, you are taking the risk to see all the work you've put in collapse. Yes. That, that's why. For, for me, I choose the long-term uh, path because I started golf late and I know if I wanted to reach at some point where I want to go and I need, and I need to make sure I don't focus up. So I, I take on myself those now 11 years of work with little to no result because I know that this is what is going to make a difference. I'm looking I'm looking on a constant progression with no setback forever. And I will climb the mountain to the top and when I reach the top I will retire from the game. Because this is what I uh, I, st I started too late to build a long uh, carrier into it, I know it, and so I will reach the top. That will be a fine way for me to say I did it, and then I will move on with my life. But yes, so this is you need to understand your personal circumstances and so on, what we are doing, who are the persons that are able to help you, also, because as I said, I like to figure out things on my own. so. I gently make the mistake of pushing everybody away. <laughs> so yeah. But also, this is uh, this is a bit the darker point, but uh, that is everything may collapse. But there is also something that you need to 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 have hope because if you are in this position and you've tweaked the wrong parameters, uh, th there is hope for you because. This will take less time to rebuild everything. Simply because you already know, you already know, you, you have already put a ton of work in the phase one. Now you just need to, to stabilize again what you've changed and repeat to rebuild those neural connections. Because this is that, this is that. If you change something, basically, 
If you change something, you you're you're forcing your neural pattern in a new direction. And depending on how old you are and how long you've been playing uh, playing or executing your skill, this shift in your neural pattern will take time. So, so make sure you're you're focused on what you are changing, and then stabilize as soon as possible and repeat and repeat and repeat until you are able to have a natural state again. And this is what I like also about the baby step part is you are doing something, then you make it natural, then you are doing something else. So yeah, I mean, I mean this is different way. So Ooh, that was a lot. Uh, I think I need to stop uh, rambling. <laughs> but yeah, that's the mastery process. And oh, yes, yes, I forgot on the business side, of course. Long term versus short term parts. This is exactly the same thing, because if you are looking looking on short term target, executing short term, uh, sh having short term quick uh, win and so on, you will jeopardize your long term success. You will you will find issue in terms of scalability, in terms of customer uh, relationship and so on. So same short-term path is not necessarily a success it will get you the result really fast at the beginning but you will reach a plateau and this plateau in business may get you out of business so be careful i think in terms of mastery especially if you are if you are doing a skill and you want to be pro in sport and so on you need this is really difficult to do what i did spending 10 years without getting really much result so maybe having a more linear path might be fine, but when it comes to business, I think long-term play, long-term path is the play. This is the play, because in uh, in the term of sport, generally we have a, a deadline, a wall in terms of uh, age. Like in tennis, pass uh, passing uh, 30 years old, 35. This is extremely difficult to perform. So you have to perform earlier. You have to be performant as soon as you can. But when it comes to business, I mean, what's the hurry? You have your whole life to build something that is great and it is going to last. So take the time. I think in business, long-term path is the path to success. Long-term vision. Period. So, yes. Oh, I think that's the biggest video I've did so far. But yeah, that, that's a good overview. I'll probably make uh, videos deeper about each step and so on, even though that's already a good enough video. But yeah, thanks for watching. If you like the video, make sure to like it, to leave a thumbs up, subscribe. And I'm... Yes, and I see you next time. <laughs>